You're listening to a fresh new podcast on healing, spiritual development, nutrition, energy work, and sometimes aliens. From the owner of the celebrity acclaimed Raw Republic Juice Bar and Wellness Center in New Orleans, Louisiana, Sheena Manina. Yes, that's her real name. This is Raw Talk with Sheena. Ready to go. Here we go, Anne. Grab your microphone. The recorder's on, and we're here. Live and in action. Thank you so much for joining us this week. I hope everyone's doing amazing. This session is recorded live from the Basic Witch Super Course, which just is culminating in the finale, which is this recording of Raw Talk with Sheena. So in an effort to introduce myself and my guests more to be a little bit more transparent and so that you as the listener know what's happening, Amberly is on the other mic. I am here. And was the other co-host, participant, creator of this course, which we have called the Basic Witch Super Course, just to... Trigger Shove people. it in. Yes. You know, <laughs> a little sta- stabbing effort there. We're going to get you to feel something. We're going to get you to accept us. Yeah. One day. <laughs> One day we will be accepted by You're all. You're deeply accepted and loved by yourself, and that's all that should matter. And that is that's true. That's really the message of the weekend, and that's kind of what mm-hmm. the conclusion is for everything that we've been working through. So um, we are going to kind of go through an overview of what happened, what took place. Um, We're going to recap a little bit and maybe expand on some of the things that we need more information on. Mm -hmm. Okay? Strap it on. You are not going to believe this, but you probably will believe this. (laughs) I feel like it's happening again. You're shifting on the stage. (laughs) I'm shifting on the stage. Cool. 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 (laughs) Yay. It started out because you wore green. I know. It's true. Green came up in night number one. What were we referring to? Nothing. No, we were referring to a name. Yeah, you said, yeah, if your name is Green, and I was like, Green Manina, but then you're like, no, like a last name, which made way more sense. Mm -hmm. But I don't know why it came up. Interesting. Yeah, but yet it's been the theme for the entire weekend. So if I'm tuning into something, I'm saying that Green would be a symbol of frequency Mm -hmm. and color. Right. It's also a symbol of frequency in terminology Mm -hmm. because it means something... Outside of being a color? Yes. What does it mean? (laughs) (laughs) This is fun. I feel like I need to strip down. (laughs) You're going to take off your clothes again? I'm not kidding you. I'm like, this needs to come off. (laughs) You can't can't breathe. (laughs) No, it's not that I can't breathe. It's, um... What are you working through? I literally have no idea. Okay. I have no idea. So let's just play with it and go through it. came over me. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So since we do not have our friend and and savior, Giselle Whittington, with us, you're going to have to pull me through this. <laughs> well, okay, you, I volunteer you as tribute. Okay. I tributed on the first night. How? No one knows about this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. I sure did. Um, this has been a secret the entire weekend. Yeah. Authentically now. being who I am, I'm just going to say it. I started my period during the first event, <laughs> and you were not wearing the underwear. weekend, and bled on the stage, on the floor, the, drapes. the microphones, the drapes, and had a collection of blood in my shoes. It looked like a murder scene. Yeah, and <laughs> I was happened. like, "You need to go behind the stage and walk outside." Yeah. So I think that I was the sacrificial lamb on night number one. Yeah, it was very interesting. Yeah, it was very significant. 
Yeah, and I was like, you're like, I can't go out there. We have to get everyone out. I was like, somebody make an excuse that we have to set up for tomorrow, which was not a lie. We did. But we grabbed a sweater. I clenched my thighs and I walked myself back into my office. Yep. And the night went <laughs> took on. Took it like a champ, you know? Yeah. <laughs> just got to do what you got to do. You you actually took your own hand and spit and wiped <clears throat> down your leg. <laughs> I did. Wiped <laughs> blood off of my calves. Down the back of your cat that happened yeah <laughs> and I was like mm-hmm. yeah friendship <laughs> Friend, friends are like flowers <laughs> you know that song <laughs> you don't know that song sure don't okay no one in the crowd knows the song anyway either. so now it's your turn yeah I'm holding myself together though you're doing a great I'm job sending myself stuff that is the the key it's all within yourself. Okay, so if we're tuning back into what the expression and the frequency is that you are God, experiencing. You're pushing me over by doing that. <laughs> you might it's need okay. to take your hand away. It's okay. <clears throat> Integrate. Integrate. I'm it. trying. I'm trying. Um, I'm to send myself something. Okay. So if you were to describe what's going on with me right now, mm-hmm. what would it be? I'm it's all f- heart chakra. <laughs> I'm going to fall over. It's all heart chakra. <laughs> Give her a spot. It is, it is heart chakra. <laughs> it is heart chakra. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if we're tuning into the message of the weekend and what has happened, how do, we deal with, how do we deal with things that are coming up for us and the pain that we are feeling in the moment and the discomfort that we're feeling in the moment, we tune into the way that it feels in our body. We breathe. We center. We that was ask helpful. <clears throat> for the significance in the discomfort and the significance in the pain. And we come up with... I, I got nothing in got, my head right got now. got nothing. <laughs> I'm just trying for my heart not to implode right now. Okay. So you might need to take another breath. Yeah, and it's not, to... it's not a nervousness. Mm-hmm. Like, my whole body is calm, except for my heart and my face. <laughs> My face feels like it's <laughs> a little swollen and on fire. And like it's melting? Kind of. Yeah, I can tune into your heart. I can feel exactly what it feels like in your heart. You want to feel it physically right now? <laughs> Touch me. <laughs> Touch it. The poor people who are witnessing this the live. heart's a little bit lower. <laughs> That's your tit. <laughs> that is not <laughs> That is not it. <laughs> you feel i do but yeah. i felt it within me i didn't need to do that yeah i do understand what's going on and it's an expression of a lot of what has taken place over the course of the weekend you know yeah. we've, we've really held space for a lot of other people to transform and yet we've also used a lot of experiences in our lives to mirror that and yet mm-hmm. these are still things that we are continuously dealing with so it's not completely moved through us we haven't really had a chance to process exactly what has been coming through, what's been coming up, and what has been significant throughout the, the weekend. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. You feeling it? Can't talk? Mm-mm. Cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> okay. So if I got to keep it going on, on my own... I can, I can do it Again, now. she's just knocked out during live podcast recording no i can do it i'm good last time I'm you were gonna... on the ground though so you're improving <laughs> yep yep just being <clears throat> weird weird <laughs> little witch weird. it's um, gonna be fine though i think what it is honestly is that we've been trying to integrate so much 
and especially about persecution, because recently we've experienced a lot having to do with um, people questioning the even the name of the super course and getting triggered by it, and then also relating to the fact that, oh, we can't tell anyone where we're going this weekend because it's going to be weird and, you know, people are going to think I'm practicing Wicca and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And it's not that it's supposed to, uh, ooh, that's releasing. It's supposed to um, empower you and it's a word that, (laughs) what is it? Something's being pulled out of my chest right now. What is what does it mean? What does it mean? What's basic witch mean? <clears throat> Why use the term witch? Because it's painful for other people. Well, it's a word that carries a, an energetic frequency that the frequency triggers people because mm-hmm. it might be uncomfortable for them because there's such a history behind the word having to do with persecution and um, things darkness. of the unseen, maybe darkness, but maybe it wasn't darkness and maybe it was just interpreted by society as being dark because it was a powerful female in a time where women were not powerful. That was not from me, by the way, just now. You're okay. You're safe. <clears throat> we're all safe. Um, a collective understanding that I think is really important to acknowledge is that you're always safe. Yeah. Whether or not it feels that way when you're interacting with things in the external world, you're always safe. And you feel safer and more confident in this presence of your choosing, mm-hmm. in this presence of being who you are, in this presence of accepting who you are and where you are in the moment. And then you can experience outside frequency and outside experiences for what they are, mm-hmm. which this is a word. Yeah. You are a person. Right. That is a plant. Mm-hmm. This is a place. But yet everything carries an energy to it that if you just like, you know, if you have a chaining fork, for example, that is noted with the letter B, like the B note, and then you ding it all the other B tuning forks will resonate with it and start vibrating at the same time. So if you're vibrating at a certain level and a certain rate, Mm -hmm. and that is a trigger point for you, you're going to see the word and freak out. It's because you you have a resonance within you that is connecting to the history of what that word represents Mm -hmm. for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so we have two options in that place. Yes. We can look at it for what it is. And just accept the, uh, the communal response to what that word means. Or we can look at it and ask what it means for us. Right. Create a new moment. What does the word have to be what other people have dictated it to be? Right. What is the significance for me? Is it triggering mm-hmm. something for me? And if so, what does that represent? Is there something in me that could be healed through this experience of being triggered? Yes. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Can you, you need to send me something right now. <clears throat> I really didn't no, want to do this. You're making it worse. <laughs> I didn't want to do <laughs> this on stage. Wor- you're making me. <laughs> you think I want to do this right now? This is like total persecution <laughs> stuff going on. It's okay. We'll give our listeners... Something new, something new. Send me something new. Wendy Kennedy. We, we just... I'm going to recap a couple of the things that have been going on and, and kind of just, just start with a general overview, less intense... 
acknowledgement of what has been going on throughout the weekend. So we broke up the course into three different sections, mind, body, spirit, seemingly, you know, pretty, pretty general, um, modules. And through each module, we went through the process of taking inventory. Where are we resonating in our minds? Where are we resonating in our bodies? And where are we resonating in our spirit, in our spiritual life? From that, we acknowledged any blockages, any restricted beliefs, any blocks, any programs that are holding us back back from being in the experience of where we would like that portion of our life to be resonating. So for some people, that belief system may come from a community, it may come from a society, it may come from family, it may come from your own past history. So looking at where those blockages are taking place and recognizing and looking at them for exactly what they are, bringing an awareness to them. And then the next part was bringing in tools to help shift that reality so that no longer are you operating from that blocked belief system of fear, of restriction, of just being programmed and, and conforming to what other people are perceivingly more comfortable with you doing. So following those three steps and, and through the course again of those three modules, body, mind, spirit, we're then left with place of space and an opportunity to begin creating from that clear, calm, authentic place within you where that creativity can come from a place that has never been acknowledged in this world and through the channel, which is you. <sighs> Thanks for helping me. Okay. <clears throat> I feel a little bit more back inside of my body. Okay. Thank you. Good. So that was the that was the bulk of the course, and then today we addressed some spiritual business stuff, some manifestation mm -hmm. stuff, and we also had a guest teacher who was Wendy Kennedy, who yeah. channels the Ninth Dimensional Pleiadian Collective. So for those of you who have heard the podcasts, she channels an alien group. <laughs> well, we only call it alien because it's something we're not familiar with. It's not. It's not like. Um, aliens how you would think they don't have physical form so they're just light beings so they align with a stellar body or a star system where we align with a planetary body which happens to have a lot of the same minerals and materials that are in the earth so that's how we have physical form and they align with a um, a gas a gaseous form mm -hmm. um, in the star system so you can't really see them but well no you can see them they just don't have a form in like physical density. Mm -hmm. But um, were you going to say something about that? The Palladian Collective has a lot of resonance with what we're talking about. So we yes, are very often tuning into what we deem to be the Palladian Collective. It could be it could be a, us a bigger group of of beings. It could be us out there. It could be yeah. our higher perspective. Mm -hmm. Who the hell really knows? Yeah. But I know that when I hear Wendy Kennedy, for example, mm -hmm. channel the Ninth Dimensional Pleiadian Collective, a lot of what she's saying resonates with me mm -hmm. and resonates with the way that I feel right. and the messages that I'm able to move forward with. Mm -hmm. And I can always get confirmation and affirmation, especially during a course like this. Mm -hmm. I'm continuously seeing blue sparks yeah. in my peripherals. I'm continuously seeing um, blinks of light in the mm -hmm. etheric realm, I guess, 
of this location and then also when I go home at night like yeah it's confirming and affirming that there is support there is some outside perspective that is Mm -hmm. supporting the momentum of me doing something that brings me joy which is definitely this course Definitely. But that's not to say it's going to resonate with everyone, you know, and it might actually trigger people with what they're saying. So take what you want out of it. If it doesn't resonate with you, like they said, just drop it or, or don't take it on. Right. So, which is, I think a really loving thing. So a lot of the times we get so locked up in defining ourselves as being aligned with a particular group or a particular belief system or a, um, just something it could have to do with food. It could have to do with religion. It could have to do with anything, but we align ourselves with something. And then when something's outside of that, we're like, that's a threat. All of a sudden that doesn't make me feel good. And that is resonating with you on a particular level and might not feel good to you, but it's still a reflection of showing you what needs to be looked at within you because everything ultimately comes from within you. It's a notification. Yeah. Look at me. Mm -hmm. It's a message. There's a message there. Right. Otherwise, you wouldn't notice it. If it was something you didn't need to heal or integrate or look at, you're just not even going to notice it Mm -hmm. or you're going to notice it and just not have any feeling towards it. It's just going to be flat. Um, so if something triggers you or is resonating in a way that you're, you're, you don't feel good, go in, you can go into it and and look at maybe why that doesn't feel good to you. Um, maybe you're doing the exact same thing, but it just looks differently. So, so especially when it comes to beliefs about anything, it doesn't have to be religious. It could be about vaccines or, you know, government political stuff. It could be anything like that. People get so triggered by it because they fervently believe in something. But if another person believes in the opposite, it doesn't make them wrong or stupid. It, it just is a different way of seeing it. It's, it's two sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. So instead of being reactive to what other people are telling you in your life as being their belief system. Take it for what it is, acknowledge what they're saying, and then integrate it. Instead of combating them and trying to force them to see your side, it's not gonna work, it's a belief system. Just like they're not gonna force you to see their side, you can live in a cohesive manner, but respect each other's differences because differences should be celebrated and and integrated and um, expressed in a unique way rather than everyone being the same exact way it's not going to work it it's Mm -hmm. just you want to feel safe by being able to expect what other people are going to do and and um what's Protect? No. Um, Bent? No. It's uh, predict. Create. You want to predict their behavior. Procreate. <laughs> not procreate. We're not doing that. Not today. <laughs> not today. <laughs> not today we're not. Um, but you want to predict behavior because that makes you feel safe. Because when you can predict an outcome, you feel like you can measure it, measure it and control it in yeah. some way. So, And it's really interesting. I was watching a documentary I don't even know where it's from but the reason why people get triggered it's a visceral reaction because historically humans being in tribes or tribal groups you relate to say 20 people and then 
if somebody is outside of your tribe and has a different uh, perspective, your um, brainstem, that, that core animalistic instinct that you have is going to be triggered. Anything that's different because it's a threat to your tribe. Because if you are out, outed and, and ousted, outed, whatever. Either one. I think I'm channeling you. Um, if you are on the outside of your tribe, that lowers your um, ability your to survive. Ability to survive. So it, it actually threatens your life if somebody is different from you. So you have this visceral reaction of, oh God, they're, they have a different belief system. I might die. And it's not until somebody relates to you in some way, they can look and appear differently. But if they're like, hey, I've been where you are, you all of a sudden, it, it unlocks that that part of your brain and you relax and you're like, oh gosh, they understand me. They get me. And it's, it's because once somebody says, I get you and I see you and I'm just like you, you feel like your uh, survival rate goes up. All of a sudden you have another safety net to help you survive in this world. So that's why so many people, it's such a visceral reaction when people are like, vaccinate, don't vaccinate, be Catholic, don't be Catholic, you know, do whatever it is. Don't, yeah, witchcraft, not witchcraft, um, (laughs) whatever it is. Crystals. Uh, Yeah. Not crystals. (laughs) Crystals, rosaries. Energy work. Yeah. Jesus. (laughs) All these beliefs are just um, a way of... Uh, um, I guess you can calibrate a little bit and say, okay, if somebody's staring at me and trying to persecute me for my beliefs and their beliefs are different from mine, how can you relate in some way? How can you say, look, I hear you. I understand your fears and concerns. I totally get it. Mm -hmm. I might have the same concerns. I don't know. We both don't really know. They might say, well, yeah, I know. I do know. And that's fine. If they want to say that they know, that's totally cool. But no one really knows what the fuck we're doing. Period. Nope. Nobody knows. They sure don't. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as you're tuning into your truth, it can be a completely different truth from everybody else's. But if you can unhinge that um, brain part of you that is triggered and saying, oh God, I'm going to die. I'm going to die because mm-hmm. no one else relates to what I'm doing. If you can unhinge that and say, you know what? It's okay. I, I feel good and I feel grounded and safe. And especially in today's society, we don't necessarily need a whole entire tribe to survive. It helps, but that's kind of still an illusion that we're under. And I feel like once you really truly accept yourself, your your reality is going to shift in that people are not going to combat you on your belief system over and over again. Right. Well, something that we reiterated the entire weekend is that there's no guarantee of an outcome and there's right. no guarantee that you're safe mm-hmm. ever. Right. So what we tried to impart throughout the course was attuning that individual antenna Mm-hmm attuning that individual communication with an inner voice or with a guidance team mm-hmm. or with what feels good for you, just right. attuning the, in, the internal antenna to begin making motions toward the subtle frequencies that are feeling good for you. So we talked a lot about subtle frequencies mm-hmm. and it's a good, it's a good term to use what we're trying to describe because it's not as concrete, physical, visceral mm-hmm. as the how many senses do we have? Five? I don't even know anymore. Maybe I, five. I want to say infinite. Approximately. <laughs> that oh. we've defined oh. as humans 
in a phys- in the physical realm. I'd say it taste, smell. It's five. That's it. Taste and smell. We're confirmed on five senses. <laughs> We're done. It's two. <laughs> um, so we have very honestly been acquiring another sense, mm-hmm. another method of receiving information. Another antenna. So imagine if you were going through the entire world mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you recognized that there was another organ that was a part of you mm-hmm. that tuned into allowed you to see the world from a completely different perspective. That's what we're doing. That's what we're working with. Imagine it was mm-hmm. something that you, you do have a sense for. Right. Imagine you were walking around without a nose. And all of a sudden, you recognize, once you tune in, that you have one. I just saw Michael Jackson. Poor thing. Okay. <laughs> I love him so Alrighty. much. I know. He's nice. <laughs> he just, uh, he, he literally popped up clairvoyantly, and it had nothing to do with the nose comment. I don't think. What, what's he significant? I don't, um, living your truth. I just got living your truth and, and being so different in the face of some, in a, in the face of a society that wants you to be like everybody else. Mm -hmm. And he was steadfast in that and decided I'm going to change my entire appearance. I'm going to do things differently. I'm going to be, you know, this rock star and be okay with it. But dance exactly how I want. Yeah. Dress exactly how I want. something new. Sing yeah. however I want. Mm-hmm. And it's all coming from that place of uniqueness and acceptance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he's a good messenger. I love him so much. He's he's awesome. I'm, I'm wondering if we kind of completed that idea of attuning that antenna as a nuisance. Hmm. Did you really embody, maybe you just need to embody it so that you can feel it. How strong it can be that your receptor, Mm -hmm. uh, we can call it a third eye, we can call it an antenna, we can call it anything like that. Uh How strong and how transformational it is to begin seeing from that sense and feeling and absorbing information from that sense. It is essentially Mm -hmm. like having all of these scents, like from flowers, around you Mm -hmm. and not taking the moment to tune into the fact that there's something around you that smells. Yeah. I actually think Mm -hmm. that the scent, the, um, olfactory senses sense. Yeah. Like your nose. Yes. S C E N T S S E S senses. You're saying (laughs) S E N S E S senses. Okay. <laughs> Does it sound like census? Like the counting <laughs> like of people? Like C-E-N-S-U-S? <laughs> the counting of I people? I thought you were trying to say like floral sense. S-C-E-N-T-S. <laughs> through, through a sense of smell. Okay. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> okay. Ding. Ding. Light bulb. So if you are essentially walking around without taking a moment to smell the flowers, yeah. you don't smell them. Right. It doesn't mean they're not there. Right. Yeah. So imagine how much information is in the world without our perceiving it, absorbing it, recognizing it, attuning to it, Mm -hmm. utilizing it for support, utilizing it for an enhanced experience of life, Mm -hmm. much like smelling flowers. Well, we can only technically see like, what is it? Seven colors out of the whole entire spectrum. (laughs) It's like 
There's there's such a we're spectrum. We're so dumb. <laughs> it's not like, that we're dumb. Like, just see the other colors. Well, it's trying to... It's like judging a fish by its ability to climb a tree. It's, it doesn't have the sensory capacity to do it. Like you're, You have such great metaphors. I think Albert Einstein said that. Maybe. I think. Your boyfriend. <laughs> My boyfriend. So, um, we share a lot of thoughts together. <laughs> um, so, I think... I think he said that. I don't know. Um, but it really is. It's like trying to... The king of hallucination. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he he wants me to talk about him. I wasn't trying to talk about him. Go I was ahead. trying to talk about something else. Um, he, What's a while, I have to say. He used a lot of drugs to hallucinate. Lots of um, drugs. But you don't need drugs in order to hallucinate. We learned that this weekend, too. Um, but what I was saying about the senses is that you are trying to um, tap into something that, say say somebody's colorblind, you can't explain to them what color is if they don't have it themselves. They, can't, they don't have the sensory capacity to actually see what's, what's red, what's yellow, what's blue. And you're saying, look at it, just look at it. And like, it's so clear to me, but they don't have the sensory capacity mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. So if some people are not tuning in to that, other sensory pack that they have it could be in the form of I'm yeah I'm, I'm like seeing the term soul senses soul mm-hmm. senses okay I'll go with it <laughs> I like it so that so the meaning of that to me is that everyone with a soul has this capacity for sensing what we're talking about right well, it that just it, manifests it has in to different be de- ways. It has to be developed. Well, some people use religion to develop it, or some people go towards science to develop that thing that they want to see with mm-hmm. their physical eyes mm-hmm. that they know is there in some way, shape, or form, but they want to see it and right. prove it. Or it could be, you know, everyone manifests it differently. Yeah, so, but having a soul gives you the... Having a soul means that you have the capacity for sensing this. Yeah, but... To which mm-hmm. level and to what expression is... It's going to look differently because just because you have eyes doesn't mean you, that you can see everything. Right. You know, there are varying levels of being able to actually see and then there are varying levels of seeing color, seeing shapes, you know, everything. Your perspective is going to be totally unique and different. Same thing with the soul sense. You're going to sense different things in different ways. Did you just use my term? I did. I think you're... It's a good term. It is a good term. I like it. Okay. It's like an we'll energetic field sensory field yeah we're gonna yeah. add it to the, the basic witch dictionary <laughs> with some other things some other words what that are we've some created. other words that we've created yam lube <laughs> that one hasn't come out yet that one was borrowed from grace and frankie yeah. on netflix give credit where credit's due i know okay yep hashtag grace and frankie hashtag netflix hashtag binge here you go here you go (laughs) you can't help it it's a better way to speak in hashtags Mm -hmm. i I know is that your soul sense that's another soul sense that you have is hashtagging verbally out loud it's like a hallucination for you oh okay i did want you to talk about i loved i loved what you created for the course the hallucination vacation oh that's another term we coined (laughs) tm trademark that shit (laughs) I want you to go through what the process of of the hallucination vacation was Mm -hmm. and how people can do it on their own. Okay. Yeah. So that is an incredible tool. 
So yeah. going back to the modules, it's part of the release work section. Release work mm-hmm. for physical pain, mental pain, or something that you're dealing with on the soul or spirit level. Right. So I use physical pain as a, an access point. It's very tactile. Um, so it's easy to see it shift very quickly. Um, so if you just close your eyes and take a few deep breaths and just picture a pain that you might have in your body. It could be a a headache or a shoulder ache or knee pain, anything like that. Just kind of bring that up into your mind, feel it in your body. And then once you have a hold of it, how can it be different in a way that would make it um, more fun? So picture it as an object. It could be, uh, okay, my knee pain is going to now be a butterfly. Let's picture that. Okay, so my knee is a butterfly or my knee pain is a butterfly. How can I make the butterfly more fun? Well, I want to make it purple. Okay, well, the butterfly is purple. I want to now let it fly. So I'm picturing this purple butterfly flying and getting lighter and lighter. And then I'm asking, okay, how can I make that even more fun? How can I make that even more joyful? Okay, well, now I see the butterfly going into a rainbow. It's going in and out of a rainbow. And then I'm asking myself again, how can I make that even more fun and more joyful? So I'm trying to elevate my energy level as high as possible to a higher frequency, which would be joy, which is essentially the center of your heart, which in the center of your heart lies infinite possibilities for change and transformation. So that's the point behind it. So I'm taking this butterfly up to uh, a rainbow and then making that even more fun. The rainbow has a pot of gold on the end and the butterfly drops into the pot of gold. The pot of gold is spilling over down into my I was going to say back pocket, but it's going into my knee. So, uh, so now it's in my knee. Um, so if you bring your awareness back to your knee, all of a sudden I'm like, I don't have the pain anymore. It's gone or it's, or it's different. Or maybe the pain is still there, but it's different. It's, it could be even more intense. And then from that point, it's still giving you information. Okay, where can I go with this? Maybe I want to take my knee and take it on uh, a, an actual mental vacation into a place. Let's go to the beach. You know, let's picture myself being on the beach and then get yourself into such a frequency where you feel like you are 100% there. What does the air feel like? Is it humid? Is it cold? Are you wearing a sweatshirt? Are you hot and sweating? What does it feel like? Are you reading a book? Is someone there with you? Are you drinking a cocktail? Are you sleeping? You know, all these little things, get yourself so there where every little detail is there and you're feeling yourself there. It's a mental vacation away from your, what you've deemed as your now moment and being reality. And that can change everything for you. So Mm -hmm. when you come back to your reality, outside of that vacation, everything is different. And you'll notice that this happens physically. When you physically go on a vacation and you come back into your home or into your life, into your reality, you feel different. You look at your house differently. You look at friends differently. You are inspired to do different things in different ways. You have this refreshed sense until you get back into the groove of things and back into your routine, you fall right back into the frequency. And so going on physical vacations, we highly recommend, but also going on a mental vacation, 
<laughs> every day if you want. Mm-hmm. It can get you to the next frequency, the next level of where you want to go and, and take physical pain out of your actual body. Mm-hmm. I think that's an, a brilliant method of healing. Thanks. And I'm really glad that you taught that this weekend and just went through it just now. Mm-hmm. Because I think that we're so stuck in the idea of what healing and transformation looks like mm-hmm. that we forget to be in the experience of what's happening. Right. So not only are we avoiding the pain that's happening in our mm-hmm. lives, but we're also trying to fix it in ways that equally don't feel good. Mm-hmm. So right. doing something like this really gives you an expanded sense of self, an mm-hmm. expanded sense of awareness mm-hmm. where you can re- you can be a part of the pain but feel less constricted. Mm-hmm. And being in that calm and relaxed place, especially where you're bringing in the frequencies of joy, bring you to a resonance and a level that is necessary for mm-hmm. healing and transformation. Right. And it, it, it would be analogous to the pain in your body being like a child throwing a tantrum and you're ignoring it. That That's not going to make the child go away. It's going to make it scream even harder. So until you acknowledge it, you don't, you don't go and take that child and sit in the corner and think about what you've done. You know, that's going to cause more pain and more shame and more guilt and, and confusion. And it's going to start manifesting maybe from your knee to your shoulder, you know, and, and until you actually acknowledge and address what's going on and say, you know what, I'm here for you. I'm a sounding board. What do you need? Ask the open-ended question, what do you need? What do you want from me? Why are you sending me these signals? And then listening. And so often we do not listen to ourselves. And it's most of the time because you don't trust yourself. You're you're thinking, wow, my power lies outside of me. I've been taught and programmed to reach outside of me, Mm -hmm. to look for things that are going to tell me what to do Mm -hmm. because... I've been conditioned to not trust myself because it's not safe because what I would do is different Mm -hmm. and that's scary. Mm -hmm. And then if something doesn't work out as you've placed that expectation for Mm -hmm. it to work out, right. Who do you have to turn to Mm -hmm. you? And another really big aspect of the course was being in acceptance of whatever the outcome is. You Mm -hmm. make a choice to go this direction no matter what, you made that choice from a place of being who you are. Right. And so that journey is giving you information, more information about who you are mm-hmm. and where you need to go next. Exactly. So despite whether or not the outcome was what you deemed to be successful or what you deemed to be a failure, mm-hmm. it is the motion of your soul in this lifetime it is the journey of your soul to be on this exploratory sort of winding road to -hmm. discover more and more what interests me what does it mean for me to be in the present moment what does it mean for me to be in the presence of my soul of my internal guidance of my internal voice what does it mean for me to just be who i am right here right now Mm -hmm. that's awesome Boom. Yeah. <laughs> just that. <laughs> just it's, that. It's, it's just that. Um, <laughs> no big deal. So we kind of went through kind of the overview of what the course was. I'm glad that we got to touch on the hallucination vacation and thank you for going through that. We talked mm-hmm. a little bit about business and career and creation, um, momentum moving forward from 
that place of of where you want to go with it, what's inspiring you in the moment, what feels exciting, what feels joyful. We talked a little bit about the fact that um, our friend Wendy was our our guest teacher today. and she channeled some things from the Ninth Dimensional Pleiadian Collective. And there was one thing that she said that I was hoping that we would remember to give as a big message from her to the listeners of our podcast. And I think that you know what it is. <laughs> of course you would put that pressure on me. Because <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> you love doing it. Um, okay. Let me see. If I were to know anything from today, what would that be? Okay, so um, it had to do with authority. (laughs) Why do we place our, Mm -hmm. why do we place so much importance on what we deem to be an authority figure? Not trusting yourself was, was the big message. It's kind of like what I was just saying earlier in that you are so programmed to seek outside of yourself and you can also get into a perpetrator victim mode where the perpetrator is also resonating at a victim um, resonance but is just manifesting in a different way. So that was one thing mm-hmm. of, of being a victim and, and reaching out to someone who you're placing your trust in mm-hmm. and saying, tell me what to do. Right. You're my authority figure. I'm yeah, handing over my me, power. Let me list a couple of examples of authority figures. Yeah. There are people who we've given that power of authority over us. Mm-hmm. Religious leaders, doctors, lawyers, political figures, political figures, anyone else? Parents, parents, Society, mm-hmm. schooling, yeah, teachers, teachers, bosses, bosses. Yep. Just that. Just those people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it it is attuning to a frequency of tell me what to do mm-hmm. because I don't trust myself. Right. And tuning into others for information feels really good when you've chosen what information you want to explore. Right. It's a lot different than coming to an authority and saying from a place of chaos, Mm -hmm. I'm sick. I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. You're going to tell me what's going on with me. You're going to tell me how to fix it. Or I'm flailing. I'm scared. I don't know what to, what Mm -hmm. step to take next and going to someone and saying you're, you're giving them the power in one of your most vulnerable states. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, is incredibly dangerous. But if somebody who is a, an authority figure, somebody can be super helpful at the same time when they can reflect back to you your, your own, own power. power. So that is somebody who is worth um, going to mm-hmm. and, and seeking out because sometimes we do need help. We do need that reminder of reflecting back to us mm-hmm. our own power. Yes. And, and that can be in the form of this doctor told me to take this. My body's reacting this way. I don't like it. That's giving me information mm-hmm. to trust myself and say, what doesn't work for me? Mm-hmm. It's still giving information, but it doesn't mean that it didn't work because it didn't work in the way that you wanted it to work, that person or that authority figure is still serving a purpose for you and telling you and showing you your own power still. So I feel like authority figures 
hold a certain amount of power that you give them, but it's really just showing you your own power at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Boom. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> that was good. Um, so we've recapped the weekend. So we are going to finish out this podcast with some questions and answers from our guests and the super course attendees. So we will ask the audience if they have any questions for us and it can be very light and, and easy. It can be questions about anything and we'll repeat the question on the mic um, so that you don't have to come up here. So if anyone has any questions, Raise your hand and we will, it can be anything. Carrie yes. does. Okay, y'all mentioned goosebumps and I don't mm-hmm. remember what we said about them. Exactly. Okay, so the question were. is, we said something about goosebumps. Yeah. What is the significance? Yeah, so I, we have two I, different answers. Yeah, I talked about goosebumps yesterday, I believe, having to do with, um, resonating with music and sound frequencies and sound waves. So um, energy is in the form of uh, color, sound, light, um, all, all sorts of things. So when you're listening to music, for example, it is um, resonating at a certain level of energy or a certain Hertz level, um, H-E-R-T-Z. So um, if, you're, if you start here, they spelled it. <laughs> Well, I just want people to know. Like it doesn't hurt. <laughs> like H-U-R-T-S. Why have we spelled literally everything on this podcast today? <laughs> okay, so. It's <laughs> weird. I don't know why I spelled it. Okay, so the wavelengths that are emitting from the from the sounds can actually cause goosebumps in you because it's changing your physical body. It can change your DNA. It can change your health. Um, so especially um, sound that is attuned to the frequency of love, which is, is it 528 hertz? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like Mozart and, and classical music. Um, if you listen to it very loudly with you know headphones or in your car, you can feel that vibration and the bass or, or anything like that actually physically changing your body. Um, so that was... One thing, that's when I mentioned goosebumps, was talking about that. Goosebumps for me, so I've asked, whenever I get signs for things, I ask them to be reaffirmed over and over and over, just to encourage my trust in them. So for me, I'll get goosebumps in different areas, and I'll ask a question, or I'll make a statement that, to me, is a sign for truth. So if I get goosebumps in my right leg, I have a sign that there's truth there. Mm-hmm. And truth can have many perspectives and many different um, variances, but there is truth and something for me to pay attention to when I get goosebumps in a certain area. So it could mm-hmm. be a sign for you. It could be your, a release. A too. release. It could be your body reacting energetically to something around you well, especially, and a physical response to that. Yeah. I mean, you can get goosebumps for fear too. Just... Yeah, fear, excitement. There are so many different things. It's really just a physical manifestation of an energetic shift, period. Yeah, I think that you also brought that up because something that was incredibly important that we talked about earlier was that every physical manifestation begins on the energetic level. Mm -hmm. So 
something that is happening to you is happening on the energetic level and sometimes you'll see a physical response. So that is kind of giving us a little bit of information in a way to navigate as well. Yeah. There's something to, to recognize there. Mm -hmm. Is there another question? Yeah. Calgary, yeah. <laughs> our international student <laughs> taking... The question is, can we differentiate between a visceral physical reaction happening in the body and and feeling energy and shifting? So reactionary energetic responses versus something fight or flight. Okay. So gauging the energetic realm versus like having a, a visceral physical reaction to something. Okay. So it's, it's an interesting thing to answer that question because if you have an understanding of the fact that time exists as um, a non-linear format, then the response and the stimulus can happen at any particular time. Um, I think it's important to tune into the way that you are feeling in that moment of feeling something visceral. So it's always just a messenger. We, mm -hmm. we talk about having visceral re reactions to a lot of different things, and usually it's a messenger to pay attention. So sometimes mm -hmm. it will be information that will guide us this way, but sometimes it will be information that will guide us this way. It's, it's about tuning in into the moment. I think that that's yeah. my best answer for that. I think it's all, it's all energetic. So even if you're having a strictly physical reaction, just like how I was shifting on stage in the beginning of this and I was leaning over to the right and going backwards, I'm integrating something and releasing something. I could feel it in my heart pounding and needing to release. So that was definitely an energetic thing, but it could have manifested as a stomach ache or a headache or something like that, or an actual panic attack. I've been on a plane before and had a panic attack, but when I was in that moment, I knew there was something going on with me energetically still, like hands down, there's something that I need to address. And, and it's all a, a, an energetic thing even if you are cutting open a kiwi and you slice your hand open even though technically that's a physical thing it's still an energetic thing what was going on in you when you were doing that what, were you just in a chaotic state were you not paying attention were you um just doing this out of resentment you know all those things that can just kind of be a red flag saying hey slow down look at what's going on with you it's all energetic everything that happens to you physically or quote unquote energetically it's it, the underlying essence is an energy so does that help answer your question a little bit Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You had a panic and anxiety attack that scared you, yeah. but it opened. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. It happened in an energetic vortex. And now you feel scared to that feel you, that you are going to experience something again that's uncomfortable. Yeah, but also wondering, do I 
but also wondering, mm-hmm. do I need to lead into it? Mm-hmm. I think yeah. when you tune into it and you fall into it, it will become another reality for you. I've had the same experiences too, and they've actually been very powerful and transformative, even mm-hmm. though they're uncomfortable in the moment. I've completely hyperventilated in an energetic session before. <laughs> yep, you have. Yep, I have. <laughs> it was interesting. It was a hallucination, which I thought was ending my life. Yeah, you were like, don't take away my pain. I'm not, I'm attached to it. I really don't want to let it go right now. And the healing person was like, no, no, you're ready to let go. And you're, you're like, going to go. <laughs> no. <laughs> but it's the resistance that causes the pain. Right. So when, when a higher portion of you is saying, it's time, release this, let it go. Mm-hmm. And your heart's pounding. And you're saying, no, 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 no. I don't want to do this. I don't want to look at it. And then that's making you question even more, should I go into this? Because I don't want to feel. It hurts too much to feel. And I'm scared. And I've totally been there. But I will tell you that leaning into it is the best thing that you can do. And and letting go and trusting yourself. You know, nothing can take a hold of you or control you unless you give that power over. And even then, it's still an illusion. You're still infinitely powerful. So... So know that going into it, whatever, if you're going into a healing vortex or a healing session or, you know, just sitting on a plane, um, you have the resources and the tools to do something about it. And if you feel like you don't in that moment, it's a reminder to say, hey, how are you not seeing your own power? Or what do you need to release? What do you need to let go of? It's, it's just a messenger. If you are fully free and unattached, do you still trust that your being and soul is taken care of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It has led you to ask those questions. That's awesome. It's perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for your question. Anybody else? Yeah, Heather. This is going <laughs> to no, sound like a weird question. Nothing is weird <laughs> for us. <laughs> Says the person at the basic which super course. Yeah. <laughs> yes. When you talk to your water. Yes. Um, like last night, I had to say, help me sleep good. Mm-hmm. But I noticed I was saying it in the same energy that I say, like, help give me energy. Right. So then I was thinking, do I need to whisper to my water? <laughs> <laughs> so the question... I know what you mean. So the question is being confused about when you're setting an intention in your water because your water holds memory and it's a recorder and it activates certain things in your body. So when you go to set that intention, the energy behind what you're saying, does that matter? Yes. yes. So like I'm saying, help me sleep in the same energy. Right. Yeah. It it doesn't matter because you're not responsible for it. So there is a higher portion that you're tapping into and and when you're setting an intention you're really sending the conscious awareness of you know give me health give me vitality you know you you're obviously saying that when you're in a depleted state you know if you're saying give me something help me be my little crutch for right now and just give me that little boost obviously you're not in that state yet so you're using this as a uh, as a way to get to that state so it doesn't matter what what energy you have behind the words that you're saying um, I mean obviously if you're saying like 
I'm not going to say it on, on with the water, but if you're saying H-A-T-E, you know, to it, and even if you were like joyful, it's going to take in the morphic field of H-A-T-E. So regardless of if you're like happy, you know, close your ears, water. Which is why you can, <laughs> yeah. you can put a piece of paper on the water that says a word. That's true too. With no energy behind it, just mm-hmm. write on a piece of paper, love, for example, tape it to your water and that water will change its frequency. It'll sync up to it. Mm-hmm. Cause there's a consciousness behind that and an intention behind it. The same goes for affirmations. When you are using affirmations, you're using them in a way to help raise your vibration. So even mm-hmm. though you may not feel powerful, Right. You saying I am powerful. Your body's going to respond. It's helping to raise your frequency and mm-hmm. vibration. And your body is like 70% water. So the cells in your body actually hear what you're saying and record it. So even the negative self-talk that you have in your head, your body is listening and recording that and saying, okay, you know, like Carrie said earlier, nothing's going to work for my body. Nothing's going to work. Your body's saying, okay, well now everything you try, nothing's going to work all of a sudden, you know, and, and you're trying to prove to yourself that maybe something will work, but your body is, is speaking a different language because you've told it how to speak. You've taught it. So if you, and conversely, if you're not feeling like things are going to work, but you're like, this is going to work today. This is going to work. This is going to work. Your body's going to say, okay, I'm going to start attuning to maybe I can do this. Maybe I can attune to working now. Um, so it's really the, the, the consciousness behind it, not necessarily the state that you're in when you say it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Good question. Yeah. Not weird at all. Yeah. (laughs) Not weird. But it would take a lot, it would take a lot for us to think that a question was weird, I think. Yeah. I don't really think things are weird except for you, but. Ditto. (laughs) Right back at you. What you see is what you are. (laughs) Yeah. Touche. Good job. All Are right. there any other questions? Yeah. Kristen. Kristen. That's awesome. Yeah. The question is, what, how do you feel about signs and how, and when you're paying attention to them, do you give them significance? Yeah. So that has become, uh, really subtle. I've noticed that my messaging system is very subtle. And so, you know, I used to get locked up into, is that a sign? Is that a sign? Maybe that's a sign. Maybe that's a sign, you know, and taking everything. And then other days I'm like taking nothing. Cause I'm like, I don't know what to trust. I don't know what's coming in. Are, are you significant? Um, so, so really tuning into the subtlety of it. So sometimes I'll say, Oh, you know, maybe that's a sign. And it's, so random and so quick when I'm kind of going through my day and I'll just see a license plate and, and some days I will never even see, I don't even look at license plates rarely ever. But then one day on the way to the basic, Witch super course, actually it was eight, eight, eight in front of me. And I never look at license plates and I took a picture of it and sent it to Sheena. And I was like, I don't know what this means, but here. And so, but it was because I thought in a, in a way that was kind of calm and relaxing and saying, that's interesting. Kind of like a curiosity rather than, is that a sign? Is that a sign? You know, and that panic feeling of like, maybe I'm missing signs. I don't know what to do. I'm not trusting myself. So it's very subtle. So if you're, 
erring on the side on the side of everything being a sign, that's okay because once you get a sign, it's not j- enough to just have a sign like an eight eight eight. Well, what does that mean to you? You know, because then you're like, okay, I have a sign. Well, now what? You know, what's eight eight eight? So asking yourself that open-ended question, you know, what does 888 mean? Um, for, for me, it's abundance and for Sheena, it's going to be something else, you know, so, or luck or whatever. Um, so you have to go with what means something to you as well. Um, but you can notice signs everywhere. And some days you might feel like, okay, I'm not getting anything. Even if I feel like it's a sign, I'm not trusting it. So ask for more signs that are very undeniably clear and ask yourself, your higher self to flood you with signs to where it's undeniable. Like one day I did that and I was like, what's the name of my higher self? And I just wanted to know. It was like really stupid uh, at the time because it was just so silly. I just wanted to know. It was a curiosity. You know, I just wanted to play with it. And I was like, flood, like make it undeniable because I wanted to prove to myself that I'm getting signs. And it was like for three months, every day, four or five times a day, I heard the name Stella. And I'm like, where's that coming from? Like, who who is named Stella? Like, not many people, but apparently a lot of people in the world because it came up every single day for like four or five times a day. I'm like, this is actually insane that this is happening. And And who knows if that is the name or not, but... But the important thing to recognize is that you probably heard many names multiple times during that next three months. Yeah. But you knew through asking for that sign, Mm -hmm. you knew which one was significant and important to you. It was teaching me the the discernment of the subtleties in it um, because it was just so different and, and weird. And it was like a little, I want to say ding (laughs) to it. It's like a little, I don't know. I don't know why I'm doing that. It's like a, twist to it it's like twist timer ding yeah okay yep (laughs) the way that I work with signs I'm trying to get into the experience of it is that well first of all the universe uses things as a messaging system for us so even without our intentionality there will be things that you are open to that will come into your field without your willing them into your experience so Amberly just said on her way to the Basic Witch Supercourse, she took a picture of a license plate that said 888. Yesterday, one of you guys in the Supercourse said, oh, with the discount, the coconut water downstairs at Raw Republic, the total is 888. And all of us may see that synchronicity happening around us just to confirm that we're in that state of flow and in that place of, of freedom. And some people may not see it. Some people may not experience it. But the people that do are receiving that confirmation that they are in that experience of flow. But they are in control of seeing that sign and attuning to what that sign means for them. Mm-hmm. You are in control of saying, okay, you know what? I'm seeing this, the synchronicity. I'm in the flow. I'm making that decision. These signs are telling me that. That's what that's what their significance is for me. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times what happens is the signs start coming in continuously and serendipitously and you don't have a message for them. You don't have you don't you're not saying to yourself like, well 333 means this, 444 means this, 555 means this, but you're continuously seeing 3333333333 and then you have a knowing I'm on the right path. Things are okay. But you came up with that message. 
you just allowed the universe to communicate on its behalf to you. Yes, Mm -hmm. what you're feeling is correct. Mm -hmm. That's how I use signs. Just that. (laughs) It's good. Or that's how they use me, I guess. Nothing can ever use you. (laughs) Really, unless you ask it to. Right. Yeah, I guess that's how I use them. (laughs) (laughs) I'll get back into the power seat. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Any other questions? That was a really good question. Thank Mm -hmm. you, Kristen. Yeah. Kristen from New York. (laughs) Any other questions? You guys have been amazing. Some really amazing transformational information, energy, experience happened this weekend. And we're so thankful for all of you who showed up here. International and everything. That means a lot, but all of you have traveled, whether it's from around the corner or states, countries away. And most importantly, you've traveled and you've shown up for an experience of you, most importantly. And we are grateful that you're doing that in this world. And we thank you for participating with us and allowing us to experience this through you. So thank you. It's been a great weekend. Yes, thanks. And thank you, Am. You're welcome. You're amazing and awesome. Thank you, So inspiring to me and wonderful and amazing friend and amazing support. And I don't say that enough. Aw. But I'm very grateful. Thank you. And I'm very impressed and inspired by you always. Yeah. I'm always like, who am I inspired by? (laughs) Just Sheena. (laughs) That happens a lot. Sheena and the Pleiadians. Well, it takes a lot to to shock me these days just because when you get to a point of being so open and letting go of everything you think you know, because you really know nothing at the end of the day and know everything because you have access to everything, nothing really shocks me anymore except for Sheena. Like constantly, constantly, constantly. I'm like, damn, you're keeping me on my toes. Okay, awesome. You're just so unpredictable and I love it because you are such a great way of reflecting to me trust. And, and I have learned so much through you by you just being you. I just am so grateful for you. So thank you for being you. Thanks, Am. Yay. Thanks for doing this this weekend with me. You're welcome. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> we'll talk to y'all soon. Little podcasters, basic witches, wherever you are. And wizards. This has been brought to you by Raw Republic, the sponsor of this podcast. We are so grateful to be recording above Raw Republic now at The Space. For more information, you can look at our website, www.rawrepublicjuice.com. And we have a website coming soon for The Space, and we will put all the hashtags, all of the (laughs) at symbols, all the follows, and all the information of what we've talked about in the show notes. See you guys next time. Have a great week. Bye.